welcome to this week um laid back at your Zingad podcast so today we will be talking about um healthy and unhealthy competition and today i'm going to be talking with um tarik hello tarik hello everybody <laughs> yeah um so nice. tarik and i we did um our phd together at u bristol and whilst working together we ended up having a lot of conversations about so many things and um i decided to call to talk to tarik about this because we i think at some point we had a little bit of i think we had a conversation about something similar back in the day um so i think um you can actually start from there how, how have you been tarik yeah yeah everything is, uh, is has been great uh, how about you man i'm good uh, i'm good how things uh, on your way yeah everything is okay i can't complain how is it over there in the far east yeah it's all perfect and uh, we are just battling this uh, crazy pandemic that we hope that it, uh, it goes away uh, very soon because people are sick of it we need to go back to our old ways of life uh, um, but uh, you know but but do you think we'll ever ever go back to old ways of life because if you think about it everybody most people actually um they don't want to go go in anymore work so some people are actually opting now to work remotely so do you think we'll ever ever go back to normal anymore and by let normal, me ask you this question what what is even normal to start with <laughs> well i mean i know this these situations that we are going through now are not normal but let me ask you a question does yeah. working from home or from a distance and not interacting with other with other individuals who you are uh, sharing the same uh, interest in terms of uh, achieving the same a specific goal <clears throat> out of your uh, uh, you know common work or whatever is working from a distance considered a work it's just you sitting somewhere doing something that uh, doesn't have the old means and traditions of uh, work work is when you go and interact with uh, others and uh, have conversations about given subject that relates to your uh, you know mission at that specific work day yeah um this is in terms of what i i never liked working from a distance it's not my thing uh, yeah. i need to see people and work with them and feed off their energy yeah and just exchange uh, you know uh, knowledge and laughs and conversations at this you know actual workplace yeah where everybody belongs um as for the second part of the question which was about the uh <clears throat> whether this is what is normal to begin with yeah what was considered normal before probably people didn't really pay much attention at okay. um it was like something that you would just have for every day and you have taken it for granted like gathering with people having a laugh going out for a beer or a coffee um getting <laughs> yeah, at work and uh, the communal uh, areas of work like the kitchen or the you know enjoy the meal or smell the microwave with a burning meal inside of it hopefully not yeah. fish um <laughs> and you know yeah <laughs> just uh, common things commuting every day uh, seeing other people uh, laughing out loud not yeah. taking precautions and uh, having that idea if somebody sneezes at you that they yeah. might transmit a disease that could kill you i wouldn't say instantly but in a few days yeah um <laughs> and you just keep going and staying paranoid uh around others this is not normal yeah um so that's probably the the answer to you know your points yeah but, uh, and that actually reminds me at some point you actually told me that you, you, you ended up getting the um the covid how was how was that for you yeah i have got the covid i was covid for like 14 week, days or something yeah. well see at the beginning of the pandemic we didn't really uh get much uh, information about improving our immune system yeah started uh, self medicating or approach you know measures like social distancing or applying hand sanitizers and not leaving the house wearing masks 
but they have neglected a specific important point which is improving immunity and immune system and the, it's, it's not you know a rocket science to improve your own immune system it's just you go out in the sun for a couple of hours then um, uh, eat the right food probably exercise take a walk um, have uh, some vitamins and we both know that uh, vitamin D is not only a vitamin it actually plays a circular role in improving the and not improving them it acts like a receptor for immune cells and white blood cells in general um, that would you know uh, help uh, the defense mechanism that we have already in our system and it has been always taking care of uh, pathogens that attacks our bodies we didn't yeah. really get uh, as, as paranoid from you know uh, getting the flu or getting whatever else that life has uh, in its pockets for us yeah but 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 i remember um or at least here in the uk after the first lockdown which was like total lockdown after the first lockdown um they easy down a little bit and I, they and actually um allowed everybody to go out not necessarily to go everywhere but at least you are allowed to um, walk around the park take, take the sun in go exercise go for a run and the rest of them because just like you mentioned without all those things there's no way you're actually going to boost your own immunity because if you stay indoors all day um live a sedentary life your, your immunity is going to crash come crashing down anyway so I, I, I remember back then they actually gave people the opportunity to actually go out and run if they wanted to so um but um so okay like do you think they um they would have done enough they would have done more to actually like help or like do you think um the lockdown and the rest of them like didn't help anything they didn't change anything I, I, I no no of course they held of course the uh, precautions and the preventative measures the social distancing the lockdowns staying away from each other all of it helped and uh, probably if we from the start started doing the uh, you know improving immune systems techniques that would have been a perfect approach but again nobody really knew what we were battling at the time uh here is a thing uh, probably if the uh, health providers started comforting individuals when they get freaking them out it would be both that cortisol that uh, you know hormone uh, that uh, uh, is related to the anxiety level of an individual it yeah, goes up and down yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the stress would impact the uh, efficiency of the immune system. Somebody is uh, stressed out; they actually their immune system actually is going suppressed, and they won't be able to battle the yeah they won't be uh, yeah able to battle the, the virus as they should. Some some people actually died because of that, uh, because they were told they cannot see their family members, they cannot see their kids, they cannot sure. see their wives or whatever, uh, whoever uh, you know uh, they care about. So yeah. if I am being somewhere stressed out, my immune system is exposed to a foreign uh, virus that hasn't been uh, exposed to before. All of these factors are going to contribute to the uh, ultimate demise of the patient. True, and, true. Um, you know, they might die. Yeah, yeah, you're actually right because um, when it comes to the immune system, uh, we all know like so many things play a role. Um, depending on your um, mental like because okay uh, let me put it this way there's this um definition of health that i was taught back in high school and i never forget it like um i, I think my phe teacher she, she used to say like health is not just about you being physically okay it's also about you being socially okay and mentally okay and recently we've come to realize that mental health is actually a very very crucial part of um of our lives because you see somebody who is actually okay but if the person's mental health is actually implementing down the person is going deep into depression or anxiety definitely the stress level the stress hormones like cortisol and the rest of them they're going to be high and it's going to have an, a huge impact on the immune system and that there's no way they're going to be able to actually fight the um the viruses anyway if they actually contract the virus uh, and i think you think you're totally right to be fair 
Yeah, and uh, you know, it's now uh, we are all seeing uh, improvement in terms of uh, handling the uh, thanks to science and the vaccines that came out recently, we were able to resume uh, a modest level of normality. Uh, we are, you know, hoping to achieve uh, our uh, regular uh, lives. Um, the, uh, you know, uh, level of uh, uh, immunization and taking the vaccines have been improving with, with time. And this is directly uh, correlated with the uh, magnitude that we are uh, going to be able to restore our lives at. Um, it is the thing, though, about the... Uh, uh, the uh, overall health and the mental health and the stress. People, by nature, they are not programmed to stay indoors. And once uh, they agree. are locked in something, yeah, they will just behave erratically and uh, irresponsibly. And their, you know, not only immune system would be fucked up, but also their mental health, which you have touched upon uh, a few minutes ago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you short, but you're totally right because we are all human beings, we are social beings anyway. And if you notice, if you make the mistake, even without lockdown, if you make the mistake of isolating yourself and staying indoors, when, over time, you notice it will actually have an effect on your mental a huge effect on your mental health as well. Even without a lockdown, if you actually like, wouldn't really say, okay, do you know what, let me isolate myself a little bit. But it, it, it can create um, in your head, you become paranoid. Um, it's going to actually make you um, to have um, increase your um, anxiety levels because at the end of the day, we are supposed to be out there taking in the sun. If you notice, you feel much better every day when you just walk around. Even if, you don't, even if you're not talking to any stranger or anybody, by just walking around under the sun, just looking at, looking at other people, you feel much better compared to when you're always indoors. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people are, uh, you know, creatures of habit. They like yeah. being surrounded with other people. They like going through their habits, their daily uh, routine, going to the specific places they visit every day, see the yeah. familiar faces. All of the, those things are factors that contribute to the sanity of, of, of an individual. Um, I mean, you can't just from somebody, they, they would, you know, that mental health will just um, uh, I, uh, I think, think yeah, uh, you know, life is, is a little bit, some of the countries started uh, lifting their travel restrictions, and that's great, right? Yeah. Um, some crazy states uh, in, uh, in the United States started uh, announcing no uh, measures or mask mandates altogether. Yeah, uh, that might be a little bit erratic. That's what they saw so works for them, so it might work for them. But yeah. not quite well. Yeah, this the world. Yeah, and uh, the rate of the uh, mutation that the virus is taking uh, is a little bit uh, a source of uh, disturbance and worrying to the uh, uh, health officials all over the world. Yeah, uh, it has been mutating ever since uh, it uh, made the jump from the xenology uh, uh, section to the human beings. Um, but anyway, uh, hopefully it's just going to disappear someday or be just a, like another regular flu uh, season. Fair, but but um, you have a point there, but. Uh, at this point, I think we've actually deviated from what we're supposed to be talking about, which is healthy and unhealthy competition. So I'll, yeah. I'll just pause there, and then we can actually continue this later. But um, so let's get into um, healthy competition versus a healthy competition. First of all, let's actually um, dissect this deep down and actually, what do you think? Um, what makes competition healthy, and what actually makes competition unhealthy, in your own opinion? Okay. See, human beings, uh, men specifically, are primate. They originate from monkeys, and monkeys, they are ferocious animals. Yeah. They like competing, and they like uh, succeeding. They like variations in levels, and uh, everybody gets in a specific level, and that level belongs to uh, 
you know either the loser or the winner of a given situation yeah um what defines the healthy and unhealthy competition uh, is basically the means of achieving uh, the goal at the end yeah some people would um, play uh, dirty to achieve their uh, destinations or to get to their destinations they yeah. would start playing uh yeah. sucking up the balls or uh sabotaging uh other people the, uh, yeah. you know, other people's work or uh you know they steal their ideas and present it as their own um they would also uh, uh look for mistakes and things that should have been done differently and just magnify uh the error and make it as big as possible then they take this problem to the boss and present whatever bullshit solution that they see all of these means are not uh healthy competition by by any means yeah. uh, what defines healthy competition is where people are uh, sharing a common uh, higher targets and they both start getting creative on their own methodologies to achieve that particular goal so without interfering with each other's path they wouldn't you know sabotage each other or uh, uh, rat on each other they want to suck up to the boss they want to spy on the rest of the you know uh, colleagues um uh, so i i think it's, it's the means what matters here uh, the means of uh, of uh, achieving the goals uh yeah is the uh, the uh, the line that um if somebody uh, cross it or uh, dance around it a little bit uh the whole subject would change into either healthy or unhealthy competition yeah but that that's actually a very good um um those are very good definition to be fair uh okay. let me tell you a very funny story i don't know if i've ever told anybody this story apart from my family when i was in primary school yeah <laughs> uh, i think i was in primary one at the time um so uh the first time i remember the first time and it was the end of the end of the year and i got my results and i finished second and there was this young girl who actually finished first i was so so competitive then and i went and told the young girl to her face this will never happen again like i can never ever be like um beneath you or i can never ever be in second place and this will never happen again it never did to be fair and i ended up like um i think throughout my stay in that primary school i never finished less than first again but it, it actually made me think like was that actually healthy like now that i'm actually thinking about it, what i did was it really healthy to actually go and talk to the girl like face to face and tell her this will never happen again yeah it's, it's a challenge but now i'm think, thinking about it now do you really think that was actually healthy for me to well, actually walk up to someone and tell the person no do you know what this is not gonna happen again you never ever be first again <laughs> i wouldn't think anything of it because you were a little kid who yeah programmed right from the start by the idea that if you and that was was uh, you know going with you all along your path yeah all, all the way until you have uh, fallen in uh, the second uh, spot and you went to the girl and started challenging her yeah uh, so so unwise of you man going to you know little girls telling them but still um, 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 since, we're, since we're talking about competition because um, okay that was what I did when I was younger but over, over time I realized like I, I didn't see the need um, for me to put down anybody because I felt like no matter what the next person did like life is abundant like no matter what their person everybody can actually be successful and everybody can actually get to where they are going so i never saw the need to actually put yeah. people down and until like as you grow older you start missing people and you realize a lot of people will actually try as much as possible to put you down <laughs> even if you don't want to but they will try to put you down i so, think the famine mentality that most of people have uh, is the main drive behind uh unhealthy competitions and, or, or competition in general people yeah people people still think that there is 
not enough opportunities for everybody. So I need to grab as much as possible of them. Yeah. And yeah. no, relax. There is enough for everybody. Everybody yeah. can get, can act. Everybody can help uh, everybody to achieve their goals. But True. some people will just, you know, start playing it dirty right from the start. And, uh, you know, they present themselves as the chosen ones always and forever. And nobody can actually do their work but them. Yeah, so so do you think it stems down from, like, okay, for example, people who actually fight dirty and um, compete in in a, in a very unhealthy way? Do you think it stems down from like scarcity mentality and uh, like a little bit of insecurity from them? Do, do you think it's something about that? Because since you said um, they, they feel like um, um, so let's just fight and grab as much as we can. So do you think it stems down from insecurity? Okay. or not? Since there are people, you know, living in the cave and they have like ladies in there, they would go out and start, you know, getting uh, the meat for the day or the week or whatever duration yeah. of time they need it for. And they start, you know, uh, taking each other's uh, uh, animals and uh, hunt uh, in a dirty ways. They ended up each killing each other, dragging you know, tigers or whatever food into their cave and murder the, murder their spouses or to, you know, save as much as possible of the of the uh, ration of the food. Uh, it's just, you know, somehow it has been programmed in the uh, human uh, genome and DNA right from the start. Um, some people evolved beyond uh, having that part of their gene expressed and unfortunately, the vast majority of people still have that gene expressed and they go about their lives uh, by the famine mentality and the scarcity. Uh, so they find themselves in competition with everybody, except probably themselves. I think they are also in competition with themselves because <laughs> at some point, yeah. their own soul will tell them, hey, slow down. You can actually have enough. And they will start, hey, get away from me. I, I need to achieve. And you know what? So, so, so you said it's about genes, but right now, thinking about it, I don't think it's about genes. I, I, I could actually, I, I could actually say, I would say is you can relate it to like epigenetics, like linked to your environment. Because when you think about it, for example, um, let's say um, someone was raised in um, an environment where everything is abundant. He knows that there are so many resources. I don't think you, you see that person compared to somebody who was really in, a, in, a, in an environment where everything is scarce. Maybe the, um, the parents were poor, where the other person, the parents were rich. You wouldn't find the rich kid fighting as much as possible to put other people down to get anything. But you notice that the, the, poor, the poor child would do that because he or she is so used to it, fighting for everything. It's normal. Is it? I mean, uh, history and the modern days are full of rich uh, parents who uh, had raised their uh, spoiled brats to be as much of, uh, you know, greed and, uh, and grabbing as much as they could uh, from the, you know, the mouth of the poor. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, then that's an endless list of that bullshit. No, no, so no, no, I don't no, think no, they agree no, with me on that. Yeah, yeah, but like it doesn't have. Um, I was just trying to. It's just an analogy. I was just trying to explain, but it doesn't have to relate anything to riches or wealth. But the point I'm trying to make it. For example, let's say, um, let's say yeah, let's let, let me use it for example. Let's say, or um, um, since you were a kid, for example, you've always had good grades. Do you see what I mean? Let's put it that way. You've always got had good grades. You've never ever struggled to actually like. Um, be uh, at the top of your class, and you don't have to stress too much. Whereas there are other people you know, they they they've actually put in more effort or work than you, but for some reason you end you end up always like being at the top. For example, um, do you think because you are so used to winning, you know, if you get to the point, maybe you you if you like, uh, do you know what? Everybody can actually win. You won't be so um, you won't feel like. Um, if I don't win now, I'm going to die. But another person who's not used to winning will, will actually say, you know what, I need to put Tariq down for me to actually win at least once. Don't you think so? Yeah, I, I sort of, uh, you know, see your point. Uh, but, you know, 
you don't need to approach everything and every goal in life with the mentality of uh, winning or uh, losing uh, and there is no third option some yeah. uh, issues you need to approach them with the mentality of okay what i am getting out of this what i am learning from all of this experience yeah. Um, I mean, once you master whatever the target is, you, you can win it or lose it later on. But the main goal here is learning, and you know, learning in life never stops. Uh, and if uh, you learn the right tools and means that would make you succeed and achieve your goal with healthy competition, so be it. Mm. If you don't learn and you just uh, abuse your uh, abilities and uh, utilize others uh, thoughts ideas still whatever ideas they come up with or whatever uh, uh, effort that they had put on and presented as your own I don't know I I, I know that you will uh, uh, informed about the uh, discovery of the DNA the, the yeah. double helix <laughs> structure yeah yeah people still think until today that Watson and Crick stole Franklin's uh, you know uh, structure yeah uh, I would probably agree with a little bit of that statement except they didn't the competition there back then on the on the discovery of that was ferocious and the competition was all around the globe uh, there was some sort of a race that yeah. uh, made uh, both of them uh, Watson and Crick uh, as eager as they were to achieve uh, the, uh, you know, uh, the third discovery, I, I guess. Yeah, but there's that uh, first image of the, uh, because, you know, they have combined chemistry and uh, radiologist techniques to discover the actual backbone and the base bearing of the uh, double helix. And uh, whenever they uh, come up with suggestion or a theory, it fails at a certain point. It's either the uh, back phosphate backbone wouldn't hold out a certain uh, hydrogen bound, or the uh, actual hydrogen bound between the base pairs has to be in a certain way. Otherwise, anyway, they started just grabbing ideas from here and there. Uh, they uh, took some of the ideas from the. Uh, there was this uh, scientist who wasn't able to uh, travel out of the states because of you know some national security matters uh, so he used to communicate with his son who was in england back in the time uh, and uh, he used to write his son's uh, a letter about his uh, progress in terms of discovering the uh, structure of the dna um, so i think uh, one, uh, I, I think Watson uh, was uh, closer to the sun since the sun was studying at that school. And he uh, used to go and uh, just talk to the sun and see what his uh, father wrote to him and yeah. just examine the ideas and thoughts and try to put it all into uh, a perspective and fits his own uh, structure for the DNA. And then. So, so, so he, that, that means he was actually still in his idea, kind of. <laughs> Yes, but see, I, I would say he was more of an opportunist in here, opportunist rather than a thief. And but he also... Uh, <laughs> he's still the same thing, we're just using two different words, actually describing, but he's still the same thing because... Well, I, 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 because, because, because I'm not certain about when he stole that information from that man, I'm not sure that yeah. if he uh, if he actually uh, got the information that helped constructing the DNA structure as we know it now. Yeah. Uh, it probably uh, took it from. Uh, I mean, I would say they took more of Franklin's uh, discoveries. Yeah. I mean, they were even minimalist. They used to call her Frankie or something uh, yeah. because she's uh, she's a lady. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they uh, would actually. I think she was uh, working with the radiations and the radiologists, and she uh, took a couple of. Uh, pictures i think there is a specimen 50 or uh, uh image 50 or something which is a well uh, known uh, specimen in the discovery of the dna 
I think they have shared that and combined it with their uh, discoveries. I think Franklin died and she didn't get to win the Nobel Prize, but we both know that uh, Watson and Creek uh, were the uh, heroes of the DNA structure up until now, and they were uh, up all the way until recently, until the uh, DNA or the uh, Human Genome Project that is, you know, was uh, started. That has started in the 90s and was finalized by 2000 or something. Um, yeah. I think uh, Watson was his head or was the ma- the person on, on charge of that uh, project. And funny enough, he was trying to understand the genetic makeup of the uh, human beings so he can help his own son uh, who had uh, developed a, uh, some sort of uh, genetic uh, abnormalities. Yeah. Um, so there is, you know, an example about you know, yeah. from uh, science about uh, healthy and unhealthy competition i don't know under which category that fits yeah hey there is yeah to be fair but, but like, you know you know you know this is something i used to say back then um when i uh, i remember my first day um of the phd i used to tell my supervisor back then like I feel like the uh, the scientific world. Um, I think I felt like it was too. I felt like the com- competition wasn't healthy, and 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 I was explain. I felt like, for example, if you go to conferences, I felt he had more people who wanted to put other people down. I didn't understand why. Like, um, you see somebody who stand up um, at these scientific conferences, and the person who presents his paper. His findings, you realize that the other person is just trying as much as possible to put him down and show the world that he knows more than the other. Pe- I, I didn't understand why, because I felt and it happened countless countless times, and I, it, it made me. I started asking myself, um, is I, I know, yeah, you have a lot of smart people in science um, who are definitely they are going to be competitive, but at this point, I, I felt like it, it wasn't healthy. Because if the person is just standing up to just prove you wrong and just show the world that he knows more than you, that's not healthy. Because you're just trying as much as possible to show the world that, not necessarily, you're not trying to critically analyze what the person has shown you. You're just trying to put the person down and just show that you know. That's it. You are absolutely in point in there. But hey, sometimes uh, in conferences, of course, people would share a specific goal, like they are racing in. Uh, towards achieving a specific target and they know that the other group are working on it as well yeah um somehow in, in given conferences or whatever uh, the uh, raw data or the uh, ideas or the hypothesis get uh, you know uh, circulated around prior to actual publications yeah and for the other person to succeed they need to put holes in the theory of oh, the up, other oh, parties up, oh, the who next person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the same goal so let's say somebody is, is trying to uh, discover an alternative rocket fuel yeah. and the other person is working towards the same thing as well so the other individual uh, it, it, it would be in the other individual's best interest to find as much holes in the theory of those uh, groups that com- that they are in competition with yeah uh, to uh, just say hey your uh, your fuel at the end of the day might be just piss and it wouldn't even let anything move out of the ground but ours uh, if we do this and that different from what you have already done it might actually take the rocket up to the sky yeah so it is I don't know if that's unhealthy competition, but it's like uh, exploiting the knowledge, the prior knowledge of something to, you know, uh, sabotage. Okay, it's but- unhealthy competition. I agree. <laughs> you, you, you just use the word sabotage. I, I, but like, just think about it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying um, you guys shouldn't be in competition because everybody's trying as much as possible. In science, everybody's fighting for grants. I get that. But if you are trying as much as possible okay let me paint the picture for you Tarek let's say we go to a scientific conference and I take you to Belfast let's let me use let me use Belfast and we go to Belfast and you are presenting a paper and someone in the crowd in the audience 
raises his hand to actually ask you a question. Instead of the person to ask you a question about what you just showed, showed to, um, to, um, to the audience, the person will end up trying as much as possible not to actually ask you any question so that you can actually answer. But no, the person will ask you a question and he knows you don't know what the answer is so that you can actually tell the, tell the whole audience, oh, this I know the answer. This is what it is. This is what it's not is. Let be honest. How would you feel? Okay, how do I feel about that? Yeah, how do you think uh, that? How did that would make you feel if someone was trying to put you down in front of everybody, knowing deep down that you've actually presented something, but the person is not really asking you questions about what he's just shown, but he's just trying as much as possible to put you down and just show the world that he knows more than you. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about uh, uh, the perfect answer. See, you can't really lash out in front of the whole conference, to be honest. No. <laughs> no, and no, you can't really, no. uh, you know, kick their ass afterward. But yeah. um, the uh, thing here is either uh, be all uh, wise about the action and uh, have a smart answer towards whatever they were asking or just go after it. And yeah. the wise choice here is just not to be a foolish for the tricks that the other uh, or not to fall for the top that the other people had put in front of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not certain. I haven't been in such positions. I haven't crossed examined on some of the work that I have presented before. But it is I, I can I can see the point here. Yeah. No, because because when you think about it, I've seen it happen to a number of people, and it, it has it has. It, I don't think it, it has happened to me. I'm not sure, but I've seen it happen to some people, and I, I I didn't feel good for them. Like it's not nice because if the person is actually trying as much as possible to show the world this is what I've done, this is what, you, you you ought to ask the person questions about the work he or she has done and ask the person, okay, do you know what you said you did A or B? Yeah, I, I like that, but. Um, don't you think if you had um, like changed what you did here and there, you would have gotten something? The person will try as much as possible to say A and B you've done, they are rubbish, <laughs> and this is what you could have. This is what I mean. And it, it makes me think if this is actually healthy, it's not really healthy. You see what I mean? That's yeah, really that's not a healthy competition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have a point there, but um, again, I mean, uh, in, in scientific uh, community, uh, people in, uh, are in, in constant competition. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, so. So, 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 so that's what I'm saying now. Do you think the kind of competition we have in science, the, the one we actually see that's more prominent, do you think it's actually healthy or healthy? Uh the, the ones we see, I think, there is uh, mostly healthy uh, really? competitions. Yeah, I don't know which type of groups you have worked with, but no. all of the uh, groups that I have interacted with, they try to carry each other out and uh, combine no. their, their findings to build up a solid theory rather than tearing each other to destroy the theories. No, no, I'm not talking about groups. I'm, I'm talking about what I saw at conferences, okay? Because those people do not know each other from anywhere. Maybe if they had known each other from somewhere, maybe they would collaborate. I don't know. Maybe, oh, um, you see people, maybe they um, don't really know each other because when we know each other, when people know each other, they, try, they tend to be milder when they ask them. I get that, but you feel like um, the competition unhealthy, which is really nice. But then other people are trying as much as possible to go down. I don't think it's healthy, but I I think it's healthy when everybody's trying as much as possible to. Yes, even though you guys are working in a group, everybody you guys are working together for a common goal. And everybody also has their own individual goals, like to actually achieve our researchers. Yeah, it's okay. Help each other, and you can also still achieve your goals collectively as well. But then, leaving science away from science now, let's 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 um um uh, let's take it now 
to something else, like not just science, like in real in life generally. Because everything is competition anyway, because whether we like it or not, just like you said, um, the caveman, how they go out there to hunt for food and then bring to the women and the rest of them. Do you think, like, um, if you see somebody like, maybe like, for example, um, anything in life, I, I don't, I'm trying to come up with the best, um, create the best scenario in my head now, but I can't come up with anything. Like, do you think, like, if there's anything, like, happening out there, Let's say even if it's just um cutting the line maybe at, at the supermarket, do you think um because if you notice it, people actually still fight for such things like they feel like no you shouldn't stand before like why would you cut into the line? This is all those things. Like do you do you think most of the time things you see out there? Do you think majority of things you see are healthy competition or healthy competition? Unfortunately, people has uh, you know has uh, changed and people are greedier now. And we see more of the unhealthy competition. I remember this meeting that we were uh, doing uh, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we were all working towards uh, a specific goal, and uh, it would have been helpful if we just you know, stuck together and started building on the findings rather than starting to take the findings and running towards the boss and say, hey, what do you think of this? We have found it. To show the boss that you found this thing. This actually happened in, in one of the meetings. Yeah. I mean, there was obvious uh, issue that needed uh, clarity and a certain direction. And one of the, uh, you know, uh, committee member just grabbed the papers by hearing, as soon as he heard the, uh, what he considered new information to them, to him, uh, he just took the paper and ran off with it to the uh, big boss to tell me, what do you think of this? I mean, we, we found it. It's, it, uh, it agrees with this uh, rule and it disagrees with that. And we should probably do this this way. We were just discussing it right there in that room. And somebody else other than you might have said that example. And you yeah. decided like a cheap person to just grab the thing and run towards the boss as if it was yours. I don't know what to call that. This is not even a competition. This is like straight up sucking, you know. <laughs> boss is yeah, but, yeah. But, but 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 that's the thing. Like, um, a friend of mine told me uh, um a story like which is similar to what you just said. Um, a story back in the day. Um, she she told me like um she was working in this firm that she would write um things um like communique or whatever for for the company at the end of the day the person she um she was submitted to would not submit it to the boss because the the document is supposed to go through the person before it gets to the boss the person will not submit it to the boss and or before he submits it to the boss the person will remove uh, my friend's name and put his own name as the author <laughs> see well i mean wh why all of this why, why people just are going after shit like there is not enough for everybody and they are walking no, through but, like the famine mentality, which is just unfit for our modern society. But but but, but, but that's the que but that's the question. That's the question here yeah, because um I've been thinking about it and I've come to realize most of the time like people who feel like they don't have original ideas because if you think about it, the person you just mentioned um in your um at your workplace, you notice that most of the time they don't come up with original ideas. They always try as much as possible to take the ideas other people have actually um generated or come up with. People with people who do not think they are that creative or uh, come up with ori um, um, original ideas tend to do that a lot. But I'm not saying people with original ideas um, cannot be on, um, cannot uh, compete uh, in, in a healthy full way. Or, no, but most of the time I've come, I've noticed um, it's a pattern in people who feel like they are not creative enough. And they don't come up with um, original ideas. So most of the time, they try as much as possible to take the other person's idea. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely on point, man. Yeah, that's right. So, so ha, but but deep down, that's the funny thing because I feel like everybody's smart and creative. You just have to tap into you, tap into it actually, um, to actually understand that you are. I don't think there's anybody out there who's not creative, honestly. That's how I see it. But yeah, you're true. And probably some people just need to learn that failure is okay. And uh, I, 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 
I think there is this uh, famous saying that I'm not uh, worried if uh, succeed all the time, but I am worried if you don't fail from time to time. Yeah. So you need to experience the failure and have it as a great, the, the greatest motiv- motivator that would uh, give you a uh, boost that would keep you uh, on the move until you achieve your target. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with with a uh, healthy uh, competitive means rather than you know approaching the subject with, with the uh, dirty work for that some people would just uh, they are just the best at it if they spend as much. Uh, efforts of learning how to do the thing rather than sabotaging it uh, yeah. I think they would do they would do great things but unfortunately that, that's not the case we don't see that no but yeah I, I get what you mean but it's all it, 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 it all boils down to inner work because if somebody actually feels this way about himself or herself I feel like you know what I'm not as creative as Tariq I'm not as smart as um, the next person it will be hard for the person to actually shake that idea or shake that um, um feeling off because they need to shake it off to actually understand that yes, Tarek is smart and I'm um, creative, but I'm also smart and creative. I can actually come up with my own original plans or ideas. But the plan or the target would have been even greater. Compliant there, you know, means of achieving the thing rather than working against each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly because. Because most people, um, I, I think, because I think people need to understand this thing. Like, um, when I talk to people, and I've I've seen this is this is the hardest thing for people to do. You can you can actually, if you prove me, you can actually prove me wrong and try this and do this experiment. Have you noticed, like, for example, most of the time, I'm not saying it happens to everybody, but when you go walk up to somebody and say, "Oh my God, I like Tarek. He's one of the smartest people I've met." I like it. I like the way he thinks. The person will find try to look for negative things to tell you about Tariq. I don't know why, and it is something that makes me worry. And it makes not worry per se, but it makes me it makes me wonder if competition like in our mind that we are we are we are competing for we are competing for something. Maybe in the person's head or whatever. The um um the friend or maybe Tariq is actually getting all the plaudits then I'm not getting any. So let me say something rubbish about Tariq. So the person was perfect. But I've not I've come to realize people do that. Once you start telling them something about the person, they will try as much as possible to find something negative they are going to tell you about about the person. Like maybe in a funny way or in um in a stylish way, but they will say something odd. Unfortunately, these uh, tactics work. Um, exactly. People listen to them. Of, yeah, of, of, and, see, uh, of course, they work. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing I'm trying to make. Of course, they work. I'm, I'm actually like a very um, curious person, and I try I'm not as possible to um, look d- deeply into this. I wouldn't notice it because I'm tired. Let's say you meet somebody and you are trying to tell the person, okay, let's say you see me all the time with Mr. A. And you're trying to tell me, oh, Mr. Is is a very smart man. And next thing I tell you, no, he's not a smart man. He's a con artist. Is... Because you see me with Mr. A all the time, you're going to believe believe my judgment or my opinion, isn't it? Is the truth? Yeah, that's 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 right. Yeah, even though you initially you thought Mr. A was actually a smart man, but because you see me, because if the person you see with my with Mr. A all the time has already told you that Mr. A is actually a con artist. You, you'll be like, okay, do you know what? Maybe maybe I, I misjudge Mr. A and since I need to spend more time with Mr. A, it's possible that Mr. A is actually a con artist. Because that's that's what you're gonna go by. And that's negative. And you go it's going to but you wouldn't even your mind wouldn't um go to um, go as far as thinking maybe um Irene is telling you this because he's just jealous and, and in competition with Mr. A. Your mind wouldn't go there. Don't you think? Yeah, 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 I absolutely agree with you. You have a point. And uh, um, again, I mean, if uh, so, so, some of those uh, issues originate from uh, competing against each other based on the uh, personal issues, let's say this Mr. A from your example is more friendly with somebody yeah. than the other. 
and uh, they would just facilitate things to the uh, uh, the person that they like and yep. to uh, push down the other party who um, just didn't have a fair play right from the start for them to succeed yeah uh, The, the, this type of thing is just you know fits under the unhealthy category yeah. uh, of uh, the competition. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot. <laughs> I mean, but but it's, it's still it, 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 at the end of the day, it's still competition, and I, I think human beings, without actually knowing inherently, we actually are very competitive. It's uh, some sometimes we don't know that we. Um, compete in a very bad um, or healthy way or a healthy way uh, okay let, let, let me even say the funny one that's gonna make you uh, uh, maybe that's gonna buzz your bubble now but think about it um have you noticed like for example or maybe you, it's something you have to uh, experiment maybe uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, um, you prove me wrong but have you noticed that um most women who are actually beautiful have a lot of let me see, let me use the word haters if you tend to say good things about those women who are beautiful you always find people that will tell you something rubbish about them no matter what no matter what and it, it could even be their friends have you noticed it yes it's yeah, all over the place and it's pure jealousy yeah. but that's what we yeah. are saying the same thing it's still it's, it's still competition Because they feel like the person is getting all the attention uh, and admiration, all the praises. So I, why should she get all of I'm them? Sure, I'm, I'm not sure if jealousy and competition is the same here. Uh, jealousy is uh, envious uh, feeling that you would uh, experience. Okay. While the competition is just uh, the human nature. Okay. Uh, But, It's just but, competing on. Yeah, but think about it. But think about it this way. Jealous. But think about it. It's still competition, and I will explain. Because human, okay, let's say maybe the, um their friends, they are competing for attention, and if the, the the beautiful girl in the group is the only one getting the attention of others, and the others are not getting attention because it's still competition, the person will be like, okay, do you know what? Um, this is my um, biggest competition. Com- um, actually, make people feel like she's actually horrible. So that people stop giving her attention and give me the attention. It's still competition. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you have a point, but it's still competition. <laughs> you have a point there, and uh, you know people have been doing this ever since creation. I don't think me and you are going to be able to uh, summarize the whole thing into simplistic views <laughs> or perspective. Yeah, uh, but, but, but <laughs> people lose each other this way. Friends, friendship uh, get torn down because of this stupid stuff. Yeah, uh, but, but, I mean, people are losing their friends on the daily basis because of stupid competitions, either on yeah. the on, on opposition or an article or whatever else is out there in in, in academia, especially. Uh, yeah. It saddens my heart when I see people doing that and uh, they tear each other uh, down by things that are just shouldn't be there from the start yeah but but um but that's the thing because um i keep saying it i think at the end of the day when you actually divide it into two maybe um i think when it comes to healthy competition people who feel like who have abundance mentality who feel like oh do you know what um everything is abundant um everybody can get ahead i, I need all my friends to actually um uh, go forward in life I, i can actually support them if i see opportunities i will tell them about this opportunity so that everybody can actually get ahead in life they tend to compete in a very very healthy way but people who have scarcity mentality will feel like um if i don't grab this now Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose out and I'm not going to ever, ever get it again. So they tend, they tend to hoard information. They tend to hoard um, um, opportunities that they feel like the next person can get and be better than them. They, they only tell you about those opportunities when they think they've already gotten it and then, okay, do you know what, now, Tariq, now you can have it. I've already had it before. This is what I mean. So yeah. I think it just stems down to Um, it still stems from our our mindset, the mindset we have. You know, everybody keeps talking about positive, negative mind, but at the end of the day, it's not just about being positive. You also need to work on 
having this abundance mindset to understand that everything is abundant if you don't get this you can actually get the next one you are absolutely right and uh, you know it's just a human nature people just need to evolve beyond this point people uh, should learn uh, to uh, make each other succeed and work for the best of interest of humanity rather than uh, starting going after the stupid ideas uh, to claim the things that you didn't do in the first place as your own work. It's, uh, all of them are just not right, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so like you said, I don't think we'll ever, 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 ever... Um, you can actually spend all day talking about this. It, it will never end because it's just human nature. But it's good that we've actually had this... Um, we've spent this time to actually dissect it to, like, to understand because competition is good. Like, I don't think... I keep saying, like, I watch a lot of football, yeah? And when I watch football, there's something I always say. If I, if I see a team, if I'm looking at a team, like, I, I look at the sport, the first thing that actually comes to my mind is if I see a player and I feel like the player is, is, is becoming too relaxed and complacent, uh, my, my, my first would tell the coach, you know what, buy another player that plays the same position to compete with that boy. Because if the person sees there's another competition, it will buckle up. It is see, competition is good. I'm not, competition is something I always encourage because it better and better. But we must actually, we have to find a way to actually compete in a very healthy way and not put other people down and say stupid shit about them, um, take their work and turn it in, make it ours, do all sorts of things because we are trying as much as possible to get ahead. Maybe it works and eventually become successful. I don't know. But I, I think um, there has to be, we have to get actually draw the line and say, this is what is healthy and this is what is unhealthy. Yes, but this line is not so clear. It's in the sand and it shifts place every now and again. Yeah. So people just need to cope with it and just be nice to each other and start building each other. Well, but, but do you think everybody can actually be nice? <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's possible to be fair. Yeah, but see, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Why go around and be angry at life and make others miserable because you are angry at life, especially if you are managing a group of number of people. You just keep lashing out at them and minimizing their work and uh, shit on their achievements and uh, make those sorts of uh, competition environment louder. They expect them to be friendly with each other. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't people work. are friendly. And yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's been lovely talking to you about this. Um, uh, I really, really enjoyed my time. Um, I hope you yeah, actually enjoyed yeah. your time as well. Yeah, it was a good uh, chat and uh, it was nice talking to you, man. And yeah. we, I hope uh, we have uh, tried to put everything into perspective in terms of... Uh, uh, what means what and uh, the actual uh, competitions and the mean of uh, uh, competing with others and managing to keep stuff as healthy as possible uh, and yeah. that's how people end up losing each other as friends or as co-workers just because of yeah. stupid healthy and unhealthy competitions you know uh, humanity yeah. <laughs> about time for humanity to uh, go past this point basically I agree. I agree. But like, but just like, just like you said, that's how people end up losing friends and all. But also, we also have to remember that a lot of people like to be around people they feel like they are better than. They don't like being around people who actually make them feel like they are they are not up to par. Right. But I've come to understand that you also, you actually need to be around people who actually make you feel like you are not up to par because that's what actually drives you to actually to grow. Because if you're always around people you feel like you are better than, you are never going to go. Because if you are just a king in, a, in the land of blind men, how are you going to go? Exactly. So, well, well on that I'm... note, yeah, <laughs> we're going to end today's episode. It's been lovely talking to you, Tariq. It's been lovely talking to you as well, man. Uh, take care. All right. Take care, man. Have a good one.
Blade Back to Atirozinka podcast will be a weekly podcast where I realize from the hustle and bustle of life to talk about a range of topics, including culture and lifestyle, sports, entertainment, history, science, technology, finance, politics, and religion. I will also interview amazing people from different walks of life. My hope is to build a community where more laid back professionals can sit and chat about anything. Find me on social media at Ladyback on Twitter and Instagram and make sure to subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app. Thank you.